Welcome to another edition of BP Live Talk Radio. Wow, everything sounds so different. I, got, I have all new stuff. My mixer blew up after five years. Gave me a, a good five years, and it blew up today. So now I have a new one, and everything's all different. But I think everything is working properly. I believe it is. So we got to get this going, because i got to bring someone on in a few minutes. And I've got a whole show planned. Where's Dino? Where's Dino? There he is. Where's Dino's intro music? Let me turn up Dino. Got to turn him up. Dino, are you there? Yes, sir. There you go. Uh, Disco Dino. uh, This is my favorite one. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's enough. <laughs> some new material. <laughs> I love that. I know I gotta make some more Dino songs. I've just been very, very busy. Very busy. I do have to make more Dino songs, so I've been playing around my Google music today. I love this Google Play music. Everything's on here. They got Stormtroopers of Death on here, which is Fucking phenomenal. I think my mic's too hot. That's a little bit better. Yeah, it's great. They got all kinds of shit. I love it. I love Storm... You, you, you don't remember Stormtroopers of Death, do you know? Even being in New York, you don't remember Stormtroopers of Death? The, I have no idea The greatest are. thrash metal band in history. In history. And it came out of New York. They came out I of never, New York City. I never listened to that kind of music. Oh, it's wonderful. I love it. I love it. That's the best. Don't you just hear that? You just want to punch somebody in the fucking face. How oh, great is that? I my head against the fucking wall when you put it on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love this. Fucking awesome. This is classic, you know. This is classic music. <laughs> you got to love it. Greatest songs ever. Why is someone sending me a text during my show? Oh. I see. How great is that? That's the greatest shit ever, Dito. Oh, my God. I can There's listen an to ass for every seat. <laughs> Come on. This is awesome. Fantastic. Oh, I love it. I love it. I love it. Do I sound different? Do I sound okay? You sound all right. I hear like a like a windy windy noise in the background. But other than that, I mean, it's better than last week. That's for shit show. Okay, yeah, because I had to get a new, uh, I had to get a new mixer, because mine took a shit today. I turned it on and it wouldn't turn on, and I'm like, what? I've been having problems for weeks with it. The sound's been all off on my show, and I've been, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck's going on. It was my mixer slowly dying, and now it's dead. I probably got a good four or five years out of it, so I can't complain. You know, it's fine. Are they expensive? Uh, no, not really. A couple hundred bucks. They're not that much money. I mean, uh, mm-hmm. yeah. No, it's it's fine. Actually, and the one I got was a lot less money, and it was it's smaller, and it's it's nice. I mean, I don't know. It sounds sounds fine to me. Supposedly, what I hear in these earphones is what the audience hears. So if that's what they hear, then it sounds pretty damn good. But I just want to make sure I sound okay to you because yeah, no, I hear you great actually. Oh, that's perfect. That okay. So JC's going to join us again this week. He asked if he could join us again. I said sure. Why not? Why not? Right? We like JC. JC's yeah. fun. 
All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to I'm going to bring JC on, and then we're going to dose a hillbilly. Yeah, we're going to call. Uh, we're going to call Dan Carter. I'm going to bring Dan Carter on. I want to give him a last-minute push, and I want to talk about something that I learned about this week. Do you know what eminent domain is? Do you know? Yes, of course I do. Yeah, so for those of you that it's don't— when you get fucked in the ass by the <laughs> yeah. government. <laughs> yeah, so, oh, well, yeah, you could say that. So eminent domain is uh, the power to take private property for public use by a state, municipality, or private person or corporation authorized to exercise functions of public character— following the payment of just compensation to the owner of that property. So in other words, if you have a piece of property and your uh, town wants it, they can offer you a certain price for it and you have to take it. And if you don't, whatever, because you're going to have to take the money, they're going to fucking take it from you anyway. It's absolutely- Yeah, you're usually not going to get what you want either. Yeah, no, it's it's crazy. So, I, well, let me bring on JC, then I'm going to call- uh, uh, Dan Carter, because this, and this is how I found this woman's story. She was actually reaching out to Dan Carter on Facebook because she doesn't know where to turn. She's like, I'm not turning to Dick Blumenthal. He's not going to fucking help me. She's like, I need help. My fucking town is, is stealing my, my property. JC, you there? Hello? Oh, geez. Here goes. <laughs> Here goes JC screwing up the show. So, uh, Dino. Yes. Yeah. I don't know what he's doing. JC, we can't hear you if you're saying anything. And that picture, oh, my God. You see his picture? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you send that picture to Cisco so he can Photoshop? <laughs> <laughs> so you can Photoshop that picture. There have been a lot of people that had a lot of fun with JC's pictures in Photoshop. I'm telling you. And, and Cisco is a master at Photoshopping. Oh, yeah. Did he, he did he go to VaporCon? I was trying to get uh, Flitzy on to talk about VaporCon, but I don't think he's back yet. I don't. He went. Uh, Flitzanu went. I don't know if Cisco. You went sure or not. about that? I don't know. I don't think he did. Oh yeah, he went. Yeah, I I, I don't think Cisco went either because I spoke to him on Friday, oh. and he said he wasn't going to be able to make it. Yeah, I mean, there's pictures all over Flitzy's Facebook of him at VaporCon, so I know he went. JC, what's going on? Can you hear us? I mean, now he's calling. Are you kidding me? I have to call you so I can add you. Hang on, Dino. JC, you there? Yeah, I, I just got a new computer set up in my office. Okay. And I just installed Skype. Okay, well, and hang then, on. Uh, I'm, I'm going to add. Work, so. I, I, have, phone. I have to add Dino. I'm going to hang up on Dino, and then I'm going to have to add Dino so that uh, he's probably very confused. But that's okay. I'll just blame it on you. <laughs> take all the responsibility there all right dino oh wait dino's coming there he is dino you there yeah okay yeah. now we have jc i'm sorry guys <laughs> i didn't mean to fuck up the show that's okay just making a a uh, senatorial candidate for the united states uh wait but that's okay We'll get him on now. All you right. Know, so, I actually have some personal experience with the eminent domain, so I'm really looking forward to that topic. Yeah. yeah, And, you know, it, it's crazy. So, uh, well, before I – I'm going to call Dan. But before I bring him on, I, I have to bring this up because I didn't really know much about it uh, until I read this woman's story. And we'll get into that when Dan comes on. But I had a circumstance where uh, the guy that cuts yeah. our lawn – uh, you know, I wanted to have something put the front of my lawn, like the front part is this really steep hill. That's a fucking nightmare to mow. So all I wanted to do, do you know, was have him put uh, like a little uh, 
not a fence, but like some kind of little thing on the bottom that would hold mulch in and mulch the, that front part of my lawn. So it wouldn't have to be mowed anymore. And, you know, it would uh, be simple to maintain. That's all I wanted to do. So he said, you know, in order to do that, you'd probably, I'd have to get a permit from the town. So he goes to our town and he comes back the next day and he says, I'm sorry. He says, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. I said, why not? He goes, well, I was talking to, you know, the town. I went to the town hall to get a permit. And apparently the town owns my entire front lawn. They own all the way up to my door. And uh, they showed me, you know, they, they, they showed me that they own all the front door. And the guy told me that the odds of the town letting him do that are slim to none and don't even bother trying. Now, how the fuck is that? Wow. The, the fucking own my front yard? Okay, so then they can pay for the fucking guy that mows my lawn every week. Right? Why yeah, am they, I paying? It's, it's, it's well, not my yeah, fucking front. No, it's not my front lawn. And you want to know what's... eight feet off the road here. Yeah, and, and listen, you want to know what's really fucked up? Is that in my town, let's say that I didn't maintain my front lawn. I just let it grow and didn't give a fuck what's their front lawn, according to them. Um, I would get fined for it. I could get in trouble for that. They would, they will fine you if you don't, you know, you have to have your lawn kept. You can't have, like, trash all over your fucking houses, you know, around your houses outside. I would get fucked for not mowing their front lawn. It's their front lawn. How crazy is that? I know. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible, but it's possible. And you know what's fucked up is last year we had a tree, Dino, in our front yard that was about to fall on our house. So we had to pay, like, 800 bucks to have it removed. It was their fucking tree. Why aren't well, they paying for it? When you bought your house, did you not get a survey of the property? Well, I, I don't know. We went through a realtor. I have no idea. I'm sure they did or did something, but that never got brought up that the town owned our, owned our fucking front yard. So are you saying like on your actual deed, the deed to your home that, that shows where your property lines are, you're saying your property line literally runs by your front door? Because the way it works where we live, or at least in, in, in the – and the city limits here is the, the, the city can use up to eight feet off of the road. So eight feet towards your house um, is considered city property, even though it's you know technically and legally on your deed or bill of sale or you know what's filed up at the courthouse. So are you saying that that's not even on your deed, that area of the property, that the line actually runs to your front door? Or I, is it I like have... a, an ordinance type thing that they can use up to your front door? Uh, no, I, I it must be. All I know is he said that the guy at the town told him that all the houses on the street that I live on, every single one, the town owns the front yards up to the door. It's it's yeah, it's the I town bet it's still on your deed though. And he said that they do that. Uh, he said, for example, like if they needed to dig for some reason, they don't have to get my permission. They can just go in our front yards and dig up our fucking front yards. There's nothing we can do about it. Um, yeah. So that's why there's no way he'd give us a permit to to do anything to make my front. It, it, it's it's unbelievable. But anyway, I I, I got to get Dan on because I, I don't want to keep him waiting. I, and I want to get into this woman's story. That's just amazing. Absolutely, but it's amazing. not always bad because we actually used them in domain to our favor before. So that's, I got a good story about it. Well, these people are getting screwed. I mean, it's unbelievable what's happening to these people. Hello, hello, Mister Carter. How are you, sir? Hello, hello. I'm doing well. How are you doing? I I am doing very well. I see you are all over the place. You are everywhere, Dan. You were like in four or five towns yesterday. <laughs> I was. It's been a very busy weekend. I've been all over the place. Yeah, you know, and I want to ask you something because I've been seeing this in the past, uh, I'd say, three to four days. I've actually been seeing some commercials now and some advertisements on social media where you have certain, I don't know if it's group, well, actually it's groups and candidates, Republicans, uh, pushing 
uh, for people to vote Republican, just vote, you know, Republican across the board. And I wish that was out sooner. Is that because like a lot of these groups and candidates just don't have the funding to like have commercials run that long? So they have to really just run them like right at the end, like maybe three, four days before voting time. Is that what it is? Well, I mean, I think I think there's some degree candidates may not have a lot of money. I mean, this has been a tough year, obviously, to raise money. But more importantly, I think the reason is a lot of people don't pay attention (laughs) until the last few weeks of the election. Right. Um, And I see that all the time. I see people who, you know, want to get involved and, you know, they say they're going to help. But it's not until the very end of the campaign that they really become energized. And I think people are really watching now to make up their mind who they want to vote for. Right. So I think that's part of it. It's just timing. And I want to say, too, that I saw you debate uh, Richard Blumenthal last week. You were phenomenal. And after they had a survey on WFSB Channel 3, the one that, the only station that had the balls to host a uh, 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 debate against you and Richard Blumenthal, and they had a poll to ask the people who won. And the last time I checked, you were leading 70%. 70% of the viewers thought that you won that debate. That is amazing. And you, you did great. And I, I, you know, it just frustrates me because I'm starting to tweet like NBC and, and uh, ABC, the affiliates here. And I'm like, what's going on? Why aren't you going to have a debate? Why are you not? I know why they're not going to have a debate because Richard Blumenthal has so many commercials on their networks. There's no way they're going to offend their biggest advertiser. But and especially if they saw that debate between you and him on Channel 3, there's no way they'd have it after that because you'd make him look like a fool again and again. I mean, you really made him look like like a fool. You were phenomenal. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, it was uh, I tell you, it was a lot of fun. Um, you know, the, the problem has been, you know, Blumenthal and his campaign have been trying to run out the clock for a long time. You know, they were approached by numerous quality organizations across the state, everybody from synagogues to uh, League of Women Voters. And they kept turning people down or ignoring them. And even, even the night of the debate, they, they claimed, oh, we're considering all the options. You know, they, they basically lied and, and kept ducking the questions because, you know, he has a ton of money and he could push out the message he wants everybody to hear. But when it came to answering questions, you know, like, uh, you know, why they gave $150 billion to Iran, he never wanted to answer those questions. No, and, and there were um, there was a lot of questions. We had it was very good. Yep. It, it it did not cover foreign policy, which we needed to have at least two more debates. So, uh, yeah, that's the way it ended up. But I'm I'm glad we got one, and I'm I'm very thankful WFSB jumped on board. Yeah, but you know they also uh, one of the moderators asked him the same question twice because he just wasn't answering questions. He just seemed like you know he he couldn't he didn't have answers. He he was. I don't know, like he was on drugs or something. It was just crazy. I mean, watching him was unbelievable. <laughs> and, you know, I, I... Well, I mean, listen, that's the that's problem with the Washington elite. You know, it's, um, it, it's funny. A, a lot of people will pivot and just answer what they want you to hear. And uh, at the end of the day, I think people find it very refreshing that I have thought through the answers and, I, and I have, I, I'm just honest and direct. Right. Uh, I'm not always trying to space out everything I say for the whole two minutes of an answer. I just give it out. Right. And I think that's why people gravitate and, and like what I have to say. Well, I mean, it, 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 it was just fantastic. You did a great job. And I think that people are just so fed up here with what's been going on uh, in the state. You know, companies leaving. You have people moving out in droves. Uh, I, I, just, I, I really do believe Connecticut is, has given the uh, Democrats a chance, and it just has not worked. And I do think that this it, it, it might turn red. This state might turn red on Tuesday. I, I have, think it has a very, very good <laughs> chance. I really do. Yeah. 
I, I'm I'm hoping so. And if and if it doesn't turn all the way red, I think I think what you'll see is in the, certainly in the next cycle, 2018, uh, it'll definitely be turning red because you know at that time we'll actually have the gubernatorial and the constitutional offices up, uh, as well as Congress again and another U.S. Senate race. So. You know, I just think between this cycle and next, uh, we're going to see big changes in the state. So if you don't, so let, let's say it doesn't happen for you uh, this time. Are you going to run again? You know, it's funny. That's the question everybody asks. And um, I, I'm, I'm, really, I'm not sure what I'm going to do because um, you know, one thing I'll say is I've, I've always believed I want to seat at the table and I want to be there to you know, do the right job and help people. So I've just given 110% to this. Uh, you don't come Tuesday, we'll figure out. You know what to do. I'll take a couple of months off and I'll go on a honeymoon with my new wife. And right. Enjoy that. And then, um, you know, I'll look at everything in January and try to see where, you know, where I fit in. Because right. there's a lot of ways to serve. But I'll tell you this, I will be doing something. You know, I won't I won't be backing out of it totally. I'll you know, whether I'm an advocate for good candidates or whether I'm running or whether I'm just helping you guys, because I I believe in what, you know, the vapors are standing for right now. Um, I'm going to be out there and fighting the battle in some way. Excellent. That is excellent. So I, I, I have another quick uh, question for you, Dan. I, I came across this woman. She'd actually uh, put this on Facebook and, and addressed it to you, this post. And so I was reading it, and I, found, I started researching it. It's actually very interesting. So three years ago, uh, this guy, his name is, uh, let me find it right here because I have it written down. Do, 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 do. I know the woman's name was Amy, but it was actually uh, her fiance is the gentleman that they're going after. He owns a piece of property in Bloomfield. It is a uh, it is a uh, Harry Sawyer is his name. It is a uh, track mm-hmm. like a, a, a motocross track where his family goes out and they ride their motorcycles and quads and whatever. So they they own this piece of property where they ride their motorcycles. It, it's theirs. They just go out and it's a family thing. They do it. They've been doing it forever. So three years ago, apparently the town came to this guy and said that they uh, wanted to purchase the land because they want to use it, uh, I guess, to expand their public works department is what they said. They needed it for... Mm-hmm. Uh, I am ta- familiar with the case. Yes. So, so what happened was uh, the guy said, no, I have no interest in selling it. I, you know, it he actually just bought the land for $99,000. And he said he had no interest at all in selling it. He wants to keep it and, and no interest at all. So this ended up going to court. This was in court for three years. Three years this went on. And they finally ruled just recently that the town gets the land. So he, he only gets $41,000, I believe it is. Either forty one dollars or $43,000 he gets for the land. And he paid ninety nine, And he has to take the money. And they get to take his land, and there's nothing he can do about it. They're just they're they're taking his land. I mean, he's got he's got uh, there, there, there's this video on on Facebook of of one of their kids like crying, saying, you know, please don't do this. It's crazy. I, how does that number one? I don't understand this. How can a town just take a piece of property that you own like that? And and how how does that happen? I I don't get it. Well, I mean, the, the problem is the problem is the law supports something like this. Um, you know, in this particular case, I'll be honest, I think it's a total abuse of eminent domain. I, I really do. Yeah. Because, you know, first the town came around, the, uh, and the last owner, not the current one, the last owner, and lowballed them. I think he was asking $125,000 for the property. They said, I'll give you a 50 for it. Yep. Then they sell it, you know, get, you get a good offer. They sell it for 99 And then the town turns around and says, we'll give you 41 
So, you know, so they didn't get what they wanted, so they turned around and took it. Yep. And, and it was to expand the garage, for crying out loud. So, you know, I understand there are times where, you know, the country uses eminent domain and it may be, but this was clearly an abuse. And, you know, we respect private property in this country. So I, I really disagree with the way this town did it. And while the law supports them and the judge now has ruled, and I, I mean, maybe they'll be able to appeal, I'll tell you what these folks should be doing is, is going up and, and running against the town council. I tell you, just throw, throw the mums out of office, fire the town manager, and, and, you know, have a total coup in that town because I, I don't think anybody who has private property in that town should feel safe. Well, that's what I'm saying. They need to, like, I, I always tell the woman, you, you, you need to, you know, make some noise. You need to raise hell. You know, I, I think, unfortunately, they're just tapped out of money. They just don't have any more money to get lawyers and yeah. fight this. So the only way to really do this is, uh, you know what, a good old public shaming. Uh, get a bunch of people together. Stand, you know, if they stay, if they get a hundred people and they stand outside of this 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 guy's office, this Needleman's office, and eventually the media is going to catch on. They're going to be out there. They're going to want to know what's going on. Publicly shame them. Get the media's attention. Do whatever you if, have to do. I mean, if, that, what else could they do right now? <sighs> if they want to send a message, I would say that you know, come January, you know, one of them get together and have somebody run. In the, and have a group of people running in that town council yep. and make that part of their campaign. Right. Take over that town council. You know, that'll show them. I mean, you want to, that because what happens, everybody wants to go and, and try to do it in the press and put it out there like that. But usually it's like, you know, the, the politicians understand one thing, and that is losing their office, whether it's a voting block or whether it's people who put money into a campaign against them. That's the only way to hold them accountable, to vote them out. So that's what I would do. Right. <laughs> I would I would definitely go after him. And uh, I'll find out. I'll give her I'll give her plenty of advice if she'd like it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I I'll, I'll put you in touch with her. She said she was going to come on tonight but she wasn't able to. She said, "Please, please, uh, you know, let, if if Dan can help in any way or has any advice, please let us know." But they should absolutely. Um so Can I ask a question? Yeah, go ahead. So you you said it was for just a garage, the expansion of a garage. I'm assuming like a city garage or maybe a utility garage. I, I don't know the particulars of the case, but is there no line where eminent domain does not apply? I mean, is this suggesting that it can apply to anything at the whim of, of a city council? Well, right that right now, eminent domain can basically apply to anything. And wow. you know, I would be completely in favor of limiting that somehow. Um, yeah, you know, there this has was to a, be restrictions. There's a seven-acre Some property that these folks had a track on. And uh, it's adjacent to this public works facility. And what they're looking to do is expand the public, you know, public works facility and put, uh, you know, some holding tanks and things like that on the property. So, you know, I, I just don't I just don't see, you know, the ability to take private property in this way. So and, and, and it's been an issue in Connecticut a long time. I mean, it's an issue around the whole country about people taking things for eminent domain. And there really should, should be some check and balance there. That it should, and, and by the way, <laughs> the other part of this is they, they, they stole it, you know, by, by turning around and doing two appraisals, which I find highly questionable, and, and cutting the price in half when they just paid for it. That, that's, that's like salt in the wound. Right. So I think they're wrong on many, many counts. Right. And, you know, uh, Harry, uh, Harry Sawyer had said that uh, the Public Works Department told him to his face that 
they have no plans for the land. That, you know, he says he talked to them and they said to him right to his face, they said, we have no plans for the land. Now, I think what this might be, I'm not saying this is what it is. I'm making an assumption. But from what it looks like, my assumption is this needleman went to the original owner, offered to buy it. He said no. Then the guy ended up selling it to this other guy. I think it pissed these people off. And they said, oh, really? So now they tried to buy it from the other guy. He told them absolutely not. And I think this just came down to, oh, these motherfuckers aren't going to sell this land. Okay, well, we'll see. We'll, we'll see about that. And they used all their power that they had to take these people land from them. Because at the end of the day, they said, you're not going to sell it with it. We're just going to take it. I believe them. I don't think they really have a use for it. And they really don't need it. It just, you know, I think it's something they considered using. And it got to a point where they said, oh, yeah, these people are going to play games with us. Okay, well, we'll see who will win that. And when you're up against the government who has power and all the money in the world, it's almost impossible to win. I mean, that's what it seems like to me. Yeah. And I think that's their view as, as it well. It is. I mean, listen, when the, when the courts and, the, and you know, the executive race stacked up against you, yeah. it's very difficult to win. Yes. And the only way is to go in and throw the politicians out. Right. And literally do a grassroots effort to run somebody for those town council seats, probably three or four of them, and, and vote them out. That's the only thing they can do at this point, unfortunately. And it's, it's a real. And by the way, who knows what was going on behind the scenes? I mean, they were using this as a track. You could have had neighbors adjacent to them who didn't like it. You could have had environmentalists. I mean, who knows what was really going on behind the scenes? I wasn't there. That is true. But, it, that you know. is very true. You could have had, you know, I, and that's a problem here in Connecticut. Uh, for example, my brother and his wife have a house up in Burlington, and his wife goes nuts. All oh, those fucking quads. They should be able to ride those quads. Blah, blah, blah. She goes crazy. It's like, leave them alone. They're just going off to, you know, go in the woods. <laughs> oh, it drives them nuts. Yeah. And they complain and they bitch. And uh, even when I was young, I, I was raised in Burlington. And uh, we rode our quads down the streets to go out into the woods. And then we were told we couldn't go out in the woods. And then they had police on CR 500s chasing us. I mean, it was crazy. <laughs> we just wanted to ride our dirt bikes. Yeah. And our, you know, it, it was a whole thing. You can't do this. You can't do that. Because if you have the, a few people complain or you have the right people or powerful people that don't like it, you, you know, that's it. Um, and the crazy thing is when every, they would. Every year that happens, uh, you know, uh, things come before the legislature yeah. to either crack down on quads um, in, in certain areas. Uh, we, we do have a problem with quads riding, in, riding in the streets. Oh, yes, yes. The streets of New Haven and some, you know, that is a problem, um, generally speaking. But it, it's interesting. Every year something comes up about this in the state legislature. Right. But those quads that riding in the. Now, that, that's crazy. I was in New York last year, JC. I just left Dino and Cisco. We had dinner somewhere. And I was, I, I think I was in Brooklyn and I was going through Brooklyn to, to go back home. And there must have been 50 or 60 guys on quads and, and motorcycles wheeling. They're doing wheelies, they're doing all kinds of crazy shit through the streets of New York. I'm like, what the hell is this? I, th I, I thought it was a movie being filmed. I'm like, <laughs> it was just these guys. And now they're doing it all over. They're doing it in Hartford. They're doing it in New Haven. They're doing, I mean, they, they just ripped through the street. That's nuts. I mean, I, I don't know how you stop that. It's, it's crazy, though. I mean, it's not it's, an uncommon sight here, though. So it is. You know, down in the South, we don't call them quads, we call them four wheelers. Well, everybody's got one, everybody rides them. It's just nothing that's that strange here. Yeah. So, so what I'm going to do is I, I'm, I'm going to have this, I, I'll, I'll pass on, uh, you know, the, I, I'll send her her Facebook. You just get in touch with her. And, you know, I, I know they need help. And, and you're right. When you want change, you have to, if you have a politician that 
you're not happy with and you want change, you fire them. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, we're paying their salary. We vote. We can have them fired. And I do think they need to get a bunch of people together. So what you're saying is, is in January, this guy's job will be up and they could actually like have someone run against him or whoever's running against him. Yeah, the, um, the, the, the mayor, the mayor and the town council, I, I believe um, I believe they lean Democrat. I think the mayor is Democrat there. And it's a town council government, which means they have like um, I think they have a, a city manager or a town manager who is hired. And then, of course, the town council is the one who determines you know, what the, who's hired and how that works. Um, I'm, I'm understanding they had a petition of at least thirteen hundred people who, you know, they were when they were trying to block this the first time, which means they probably have people in the town who they can get together and they can run a heck of a campaign with a thousand people. <laughs> if they got a thousand supporters, yep. you know, they could do a lot. Oh, yeah. Uh, to change what happens in the town if they're all energized. Yes. And, and, and I think they should. And if, and if they need help with that, I'll certainly help them with that. Yeah. I think that's a, a good cause. And, and that's that's exactly what is what what is the town population there in Bloomfield? Oh, geez. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Twenty thousand. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure. But, yeah, you know, I mean, so what, what ends up happening? I mean, just like there's two ways. Had he been strong armed into taking the money? Twenty thousand bucks. Like but it's probably damn near bought that a voting block, much less or money. It's what that? What's that, Dan? I said there's two ways to exert the power of politicians. It's a voting block of people. Yeah. So if you know if they've got a thousand people there who are willing to sign surveys and or petitions, and they're able to energize them, and actually go knock doors and run a campaign. Yep. That could be very powerful, and they could remove those folks from office. The other way is money. You know, if they have enough people who are willing to donate money to campaigns, it's kind of like we talked about with vapors across the country. Like if vapors across the country united. And all put ten dollars into a campaign against you know each senator they don't like. Each senator, the opponent would have five million dollars or more. Yep. But it's, it's the power of people working together. Um, it's usually not you know trying to do it in court or just trying doing it in the press. You actually have to have people take action. Right, right. And you know, th- there's something else too I want to bring up. I saw you were with uh, Dr. Pettit the other day. Uh, I li- now Dino, yes. Dino, you know who Dr. Pettit is, right? Because you saw that documentary on HBO. Yes. Yeah. Um, he's he's what is he running for here? He's running for uh, he's it's something in my town. He's town. running for a, uh, a state rep seat out there. OK, he's in, running for uh, state, yes. the, the Plantsville area. Yes. The he's area. Yep. Sorry. Yep. In Plainville, because I live in Plainville. He actually came to my house the other day. Uh, Jamie was outside and she came back in and she said, Dr. Pettit came here. I said, for what? She goes, I don't know. I just wanted to shake my hand and ask if everything was OK. <laughs> he was just, you know, he's going around door to door and he's campaigning. <laughs> uh, he will absolutely win because he's very well known here and very well liked. And uh, there's no question that that he's definitely going to win. And you know what? Good for him. I mean, this this man, Dino, he came from, you know what happened to him? My God. And, you know, now he's he's got his life together. He's got his life back together. He's moving on. He's he's he's, you know, getting involved in uh, politics and government. It's great. It's it's phenomenal what Dr. Pettit is doing. I'm, I'm very, very happy that uh, he's doing that. And he'll get my vote. He will certainly get my vote. All Republican, baby. I'm going all Republican. I'm going right down that. Oh, another quick thing. I was looking at a ballot, uh, Dan, the other day. So it had it had Democrat, it had Republican, and then there was one section that was like some family party, and the only selection it had was Blumenthal and Esty. What is that? Yeah. So in, in Connecticut, you can have what they call a minor party. Yeah. And there are a couple of minor parties. There, well, really, Green Party technically is a minor party, but there's Connecticut Working Families, and there's the Independent Party of Connecticut. 
And mining party status is basically they can endorse whoever they want. And working families traditionally endorse as Democrats in Connecticut. So that's why you saw you know, Blumenthal and Estee. Well, I don't understand that. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> he's out there twice. Well, so- it's, it's like this. Um, the working families party um, probably is like 50 people who actually run the party. Yeah. And legally they are a Connecticut minor party and they're able to endorse candidates. So um, they, as, long as, they, as long as they have elections, every time the seat is up and they get a certain percentage, I believe it's maybe 1% or something like that, of the vote, they're able to keep running candidates in those seats. So you know, basically Richard Blumenthal and Essie are their nominated people. So, those, so you'll see Blumenthal and Essie appear on the ballot twice. Yeah, they're on um, twice. In fact, I, I normally would have been the independent party's nominee, but there was a there – was basically a power struggle within the independent party, which meant nobody got the nomination. <laughs> so right. that's why, uh, you know, they have a little bit of an advantage to be on the ballot twice. Well, you should start your own party then. You could have been on twice. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, hey, you never know. It's crazy. I don't, <laughs> you I don't, never know. I just saw that. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. He's on there twice. And, and his commercials. Oh my God. I, the, the, he is, he must have spent, you know, I think they said he had 4 million months ago uh, in his coffers for, for uh, his campaign. That's got to be all gone. With the commercials he's running, he has, he has to have blown through that 4 million. I mean, un, and you know, there, <laughs> there'd be nothing better that if you won and that 4 million was wasted. You know, kind of like years ago when uh, he was running up against uh, the, the WWE, uh, Linda, whatever her name was. Uh, Linda McMahon. He ran against uh, JC. He ran against Linda McMahon. She spent fifty million dollars, <laughs> and she still lost. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. And it was just because it was she Linda McMahon. <laughs> yeah, she did it twice, and it was just because it was. She spent fifty million dollars to run against Blumenthal. Yep. And then she spent fifty million dollars to run against Murphy. Oh, ay ay ay. Yeah. I think I think some of that would boil well, down. Well, you know, listen, we don't we don't know how Tuesday's going to go, but I, I I did have some. I did have some good news here just moments ago yep. that, uh, you know, some of the data that came back from our calling center today was actually specifically talking to unaffiliated voters. Mm-hmm. And the unaffiliated voters we called, about 75% of them will vote Republican. Yes. So that's a good thing. Wow. <laughs> that's a good thing. That is a wonderful thing. I, I, I call me crazy, but I think you got a chance. I think people are so fed up with what's been going on here and they can't stand our governor uh, I think they're thinking we got to start now. I don't think they're going to wait for uh, uh, the governor to run and vote him out. I think they're going to start showing their their disapproval now by voting Republican. I really believe it. I, I just I think so too. I mean, I think there's a lot of that, um, and I think there are a lot of people who, or even if they're un, you know unsure or unhappy with the top of the ticket, that they're going to vote down ticket Republican. They they understand what's going on right now in the state, and that and for that matter, if Hillary is elected. Her tax plan is really bad for Connecticut. So I think a lot of people want to want to have Republicans in office. And, and there's a lot of one issue voters. I mean, look, look at look at the vapors like we've spoken about before. Yep. I mean, who represents the biggest threat to them? Blumenthal and Estee. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yes. So anybody who out there who's registering for the first time this year, they really need to come out and, uh, and support me and support Clay Cope, who's in the fifth district. Yes, that is correct. You and Clay Cope. Absolutely. Well, Dan, I don't want to take up any more of your time. I know you are super busy. You've got a very exciting, less than 48 hours away, you're going to find out. And uh, I really, really I hope it's you. Oh, my God, I hope it's you. I really, really do. I, I well, think- I, and I, I just want to tell you, too, and, I, and 
and everybody out there who's in, in you know, sound of your voice, uh, you have been a really great supporter of this effort. And, you know, there's always a, a group of people who really try hard to go out of their way to make these things work. And from the very beginning, you've been a big help. And you've been an advocate for your industry, um, for your companies. And, uh, you know, anybody out there should be really proud of the work you do. And, and I've been honored that you've been supporting me. Well, I, I've been honored that you've let us support you. You're a great guy. You're not one of these uh, typical politicians. You really do care. And uh, you do want to do the right thing for Vapors as well as everybody else. And uh, it's, it's been a pleasure. It's been a pleasure, Dan. And, hey, the fight's not over. Even if it doesn't happen, uh, when, whenever you're up again, I'll be right there. You can, you can believe that. I will be there. Well, I, I appreciate that. So, uh, hey, for now, just get everybody to get out there and vote. Absolutely. We will. All three of us, all of us, the whole listening audience is going to vote. And uh, good luck on Tuesday, and we'll talk to you soon, Dan. Thanks for coming on. Thanks, guys. Take All care. Right, man. Talk All to you later. All right. I love it. Nice. This is going to be the first election I've ever voted in. Yeah, see? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> he couldn't before, JC. He, he wasn't allowed to, but now he's allowed to. <laughs> oh, you got that felony off your ass. <laughs> 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 It's crazy, you know. It is crazy though. This poor woman. I mean, she's on Facebook. She's so distraught. Her husband's distraught. Her kids are distraught. They went there the other day just to go get their stuff off their land, and there's a sign that says "No trespassing." They're not even allowed to go get their motorcycles and all their stuff off there. They have to get the town's permission to go get their stuff off their fucking land. How crazy is that? They just took it. That's a bit absurd. It's nuts. I, 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 that, that's, I don't know how that happens. I don't know how the, how the fuck does that happen in this country? You know, listen, I, so they could come to me and say, hey, you know what? Um, we want to tear down. Okay, I live near a highway, right? Let's say they want to expand the highway. Okay, we're going to uh, take your house. We're only going to give you, th- we think it's only worth 40 grand. So we're going to give you fucking 40 grand for it, and you got 30 days to get the fuck out of here. Are you kidding me? I, I can't believe well, that a- they can do that. That's an interesting – it's interesting that you brought up that specific application of eminent domain because that's one that we actually kind of played to our advantage, uh, my, my grandfather and, and, and family and such. On, uh, so we knew in the next 10 years there was going to be an extension of uh, Highway 15, the highway that the vape shop that I'm at is, is on. We knew that there would be an extension where they converted to two to four lanes within the next 10 years. Yep. They're actually currently now doing that expansion, and they've come through and bought massive, massive tracts of land. But it wasn't like lowball. You know, they didn't come in and try to absolutely just rape the people they were getting land from. We actually bought quite a good little stretch of land and developed the land with the express intentions of selling it when the highway come through. And uh, it ended up working out really well. It was quite a bit of money made off of it. And, you know, so eminent domain, I do personally think it's an evil thing, but uh, especially for a fucking garage. But, uh, you know, doesn't mean that you can't also get in the game also. Well, you know, it, 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 there was another uh, uh, example of that here. A few months ago, there's a guy who uh, lives down in one of the shoreline towns. And uh, I don't know what they're doing. They're, they, they, they wanted, they bought, the town went and bought out all these houses. I don't know. I think they're making a parking lot or something. They bought out all these houses. And they went to this one guy, and they, he said no. And they, they pretty much were doubling the value of his house, giving him twice what his house was worth. And he said, no, he said, this house has been in my family for over a hundred years and I'm keeping it. I don't want to lose my house. You know, I don't care how you can offer me a million dollars. I don't want it. I want my house. 
And they're just going to take this. That's in court now. They're just going to have taken it away from him. He's going to lose his house. And he'll probably get next to nothing for it by the time it's done. I mean, it's just crazy that they can do that. It's like you work your ass off to someday own your own home, your own piece of property, like something that it's not. It's you know what? Our houses aren't even ours. You know what, Dino? The fucking state of New York can come to you and say, hey, we're tearing your fucking condo down because we want to put a boat dock here. So here, here's half the money the condo's worth and get the fuck out of here. That's nuts. (laughs) (laughs) That's crazy. We don't own anything. but I thought you had a good point when you mentioned, you know, the the city council guy um, might have got mad because the guy threw out a massive fuck you and got out from under the fifty thousand dollar offer, doubled it, got twice the money, got a hundred grand, screwed over this other guy. That's absolutely a possibility because if you poke the bear, and a really good example is, um, right before I bought one of the properties that I have, my grandfather got into an argument with a lady. At, it's a place called DEQ. It's the similar to the EPA. It's just a local level type or state level EPA type situation, and most of the you know community type areas are able to do something like a lagoon for their septic system and my grandfather picked this massive fight with this lady at our local health department and over the course of the next three or four years ended up costing over $150,000 for a problem that he could have solved for $5,000 had he not picked a fucking fight with the government so it's just a bad idea generally to get in a fight with something like you say with that much money and that much power because at the end of the day no matter what you have you don't have that much and, you know, that is the unbelievable, depressing thing about that Billion Lives documentary. He, he points out, you, you know what, you're up against the government and corporations with tons of power, all the power in the world and all the money in the world, endless finances. They, 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 don't, they have no cap. They can spend billions if they have to. Endless finances and all the power in the world. You know, so pretty much you don't have a fucking chance. (laughs) What do you guys find? You have no chance in the world. I mean, it really, I I still can't get overseen. It was a great documentary, don't get me wrong, but that documentary just like solidified in my brain like, holy fuck, he's right. Like, this is done. We're done. It's all over. We can't win against them. We don't have that kind of money, that kind of power. We're fucked. They want this gone. It's fucking gone. I mean, it's 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 crazy. I don't know how someone who works in this industry doesn't see that and get that from that movie. I mean, that's what I got. I got, oh, it's over. We're fucked. So what that's am I going to do now? Too. Yep. Now, now I got to find something else to do in life because. Only a matter of time. Yep. This vape thing ain't going to last last much longer. So I better I better fucking find something else. And I am. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely uh, venturing into something else because I just don't know if, it, you know, it's he's right. You just can't win. You can't fucking win. If the government wants you gone or wants to, you're done. It's over. Not a fucking, there's not all the money in the world. There's nothing you can do. It's absolutely insane. But uh, hang on. Before I forget this, I'm going to put this in the replay notes, and I'm also going to put it in the chat. I'll put it in right now after I sign into the chat. Uh, Troop, take that down. Okay, Troop wanted me to put this out there from the plume room. There you go. And I'll put it in the uh, replay notes. Uh, he, I, apparently, he bought, uh, bought out the tickets in Minnesota for a billion lives. And I think he's looking for recommendations of who to give the tickets to, if there's any sort of influential people in Minnesota that listeners think should get these tickets. So if you can help him with that, if you either live in Minnesota or you know somebody in Minnesota who's pretty influential that should go see this movie that Troop can send these tickets to, help them out. That's the link. It's in the chat. I'm going to put it in the replay notes and uh, help them out with that. 
I'm sure there's people in Minnesota that listen to this. There's people all over the world that listen to this, Dino. All over the world. Mr. Worldwide. It's Mr. Worldwide. It's crazy. The UK is the biggest. The UK, I I, honestly, I think we have more listeners in the UK than we do in the United States. That's how many there are. (laughs) It's crazy. (laughs) Fucking UK of all places. And and, and I think the least amount of listeners we have uh, in the United States would be like California. I don't know if they're, they really dig us. I don't know. I'll find out because I'll be there in a few weeks. You go into uh, um, ECC, JC? Man, I would love to, but I have – oh, my God. If I, if I look at all of these boxes on this shelf that I have to engrave right now, there's no fucking way, man. Do you know? Are you going to go ECC? Fuck no. <laughs> Come on. I'm, I'm the only one like that's Dino, going. I would actually like to go. I've never been to one. I, I know it's an experience. I know they're huge, and, and uh, it's like one of the biggest events that happens. So. They're all juice fest now. That's all it is. Well, yeah, I mean. You're a very fucking schmuck with a fucking bathtub fucking selling juice in the fucking place. Oh, well, that, that, that's the big thing with a lot of the vape shops now. A lot of the vape shops, it's the uh, toilet fucking juice, 60 mils. They get it for like five or six bucks a bottle. Um, they all have like uh, a cookie theme or a cereal theme or a fucking uh, uh, cupcake theme or some sort of candy theme and they all have big colorful fucking bo- they all come in boxes all big colorful fucking boxes with cartoon images all over them and that's, that's like the thing I got a, I bought a juice for my wife the other day came in a box yeah I threw the box in the garbage yeah so all you guys are putting your juice in boxes. That's where your fucking box is going. The garbage. Yeah, it's a waste. I absolutely agree. It's a waste of fucking time. But uh, yeah. I will say, though, you know, if, 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 if some of these folks who do this shit never got anything else out of vaping, they at least learned a little bit of, about marketing that maybe they could apply in future endeavors when it all comes crashing down. You know what the funny thing is about juice now is you don't need to make good juice to fucking to, to sell right. it. Nope. You just oh, need, to, you so need right. to have a fucking... You need to have some stupid front man that that's an got angle. a giant long beard and a fucking flat brim hat and fucking and and you got to copy some candy and then all yeah. this, and you're good to go. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely, like Nilla wafers. Yeah, fucking Nilla wafers. Yeah, oh somebody took a Nilla wafers. <laughs> yeah, they took vanilla wafers and they made it Nilla wafers. The exact same. That's the pack- Save a Lot brand. No shit. Yeah, that the, is the name of the Save-A-Lot brand. The the exact same packaging, the exact same. I mean, it, it looks like a box of vanilla wafers. And, you know, I, I it, it was a store here in Connecticut that was selling it. And I posted it on our Connecticut Facebook page. I said, you know, I, I, I didn't say the name of the store. But I said, this is being sold at a store in Connecticut. And I said, I, I, I can't fucking take it anymore. I got to fucking say something. I mean, this is insane. And then people are arguing with me. Like, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, uh, trademark. Uh, that's not. Uh, it's tra- a clear trademark infringement. They stole fucking. They even stole Nabisco's fucking logo. And they're arguing with me. I'm like, you gotta be. This is insane. I can't believe I'm arguing with these people. What are they fucking stupid? They're mad because they're defending it. Because they want to be able to buy it. And this is why stores continue to sell it. Because customers want it. They could give a fuck if it violates trademark. They want Nilla wafers. So they're, they're going to defend it to the fucking hill. I was, I was like in the Twilight Zone. I couldn't believe the responses I was seeing. It's like, you got to be fucking kidding me. I don't carry that shit. I'm not about to carry that shit. Uh, but there, there's stores there who do. There's a lot of stores nationwide that carry that stuff. They, now the new one is, is the fucking uh, Frosted Flakes one. They copy the Frosted Flakes box. 
and instead of oh. they're great, it says they're vape. <laughs> That's all over the place, too. <laughs> you got to be kidding me. Listen, I hope, I, I really hope Kellogg's starts viciously going after these motherfuckers. Because they're sitting in their basements right now, mixing that shit up. Like, yeah, we're getting fucking rich. Oh, boy. And I want them to come along and to forget cease and desist. Just fucking go straight after them. Say, fuck cease and desist. We're taking you to court. We want a half million dollars, motherfuckers. Then the hit squad. Oh, it'd be great. It'd be fantastic. <laughs> oh, and I got Casala fired up today, Dino. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, I, 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 saw was, I saw you post that. Well, well, tell us about that. <laughs> I got like well I got an email and they were talking about uh supporting you know candidates that are uh pro vaping candidates and then they had a link to this website THR candidates or THR voting or some shit like that it was some website so I click on the website and uh Dan Carter's name isn't anywhere it's nowhere to be found like nowhere so I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like, he's the most pro-vaping fucking candidate, and he's taking on the most anti-vaping candidate in the fucking United States, Richard Blumenthal, the one that's been attacking us for how many years? He's, they don't even have his name. So then I go further. Then it has a thing where you can search. So I type in the search. You know, I put in my address to see what candidates it recommends I vote for. And it had, uh, it had uh, uh, Richard Blumenthal's opponent as August Wolf. And I'm like, you've got to be fucking kidding me. August Wolf dropped out of the race in June. He dropped out in June, and Dan Carter is the one that took his place. So I'm like, not only do they not have Dan Carter's name, they don't even have him as a, when I search as a fucking candidate. They got August Wolf who's even fucking running. So I'm like, I can't believe what I'm reading. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is this? So I posted something about it. And then, you know, Alex was sending me messages. Listen, I, I like Alex. I think Alex is a great guy. I do. I really, really like Alex. I'm not mad at Alex. I'm just mad at the whole fucking ignoring Dan Carter, that the, the whole advocacy groups and these so-called fucking advocates that haven't even done a fucking thing to support Dan Carter or even mention Dan Carter. You know, if he I don't want to get into it. It pisses me off. So, you know, it, so anyway, uh, what Alex was saying was, was Kassa sent him a survey months ago that they wanted Dan to fill out. He never filled it out. And apparently the survey, I guess, is a bunch of questions they asked to see if these candidates are pro-vaping. Well, my response to that was, is you got to be fucking kidding me, okay? Because uh, he, he went on my show six months ago and said, you talked about how pro-vaping he was. He <coughs> went to the fucking, uh, that event at Foxwoods, Vape Northeast, and walked around for hours and hung out with vapors. And there's a YouTube video where he's speaking on there addressing all the vapors, talking about how pro-vaping he is. Uh, there's a YouTube video for, at a fundraiser that I had for him where he, he gave a speech. He's talking about how pro-vaping he is. I mean, there's all kinds of, he's got vaporsforcarter.com as a fucking URL. What else has he got to do to show these pro-vaping? You, you fell out a fucking survey? You kidding me? So, well, <laughs> I, I got to play devil's advocate just a hair here. How many people do you, how many, how many racers do you think Kassar is tracking on this thing? I don't, th I, I don't know if they're tracking them or if somebody else is tracking them. Um, I, I will give him this. I will give him this. Okay. In all fairness, he did say something. 
he mentioned the fact that uh, they're like the only group that's really tracking any of the candidates or races. Yeah, it, it, he's probably right about that. They probably are the only group that's that, that's doing that. But what good is it if they don't even have the if the information isn't right? They don't even have the right candidate. It, was probably, it, was, it, it probably come to it was a good idea on paper in practice, not the manpower to properly police it and keep it updated. Well, I I I, I think this is the problem. And another thing that upset me too was months ago I posted the Carter for Vapors Facebook page on the Casa page. Within minutes, it was deleted, and I said, "What the fuck is that?" Ah. I I said, "Why'd you delete it?" And they said their response was was Casa cannot support candidates. We don't endorse or support candidates. Um, Except on the page that they do. And, and they gave me a reason of, because they could lose their, uh, um, they could lose, yeah, they could lose their 501c if they do. But somebody just three days prior to that had a vapors for whatever candidate page it was. And they left that up there. I said, so what about that one? That one's fine. That one can stay, but mine can't. And I just got no response. So, you know, when, when I have that happen to me and then they don't, you know, not to mention, I, I, I think the problem is, is, well, not the problem. I think the solution is, is they need to endorse candidates. I don't know why in the world. I, and I don't know if that's true or not, if they could lose their five. I have no idea. I think that's got to be researched. That, that is true. But but they should. This is this is crazy. So someone else can put their page up on Facebook, uh, 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 Vapors for whatever candidates for that candidate. But I can't. You know, I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling of why my post got deleted, and I have a feeling of – but I'm not even going to get into that. I'm not even going to discuss that. I, I, it just pissed me off. I saw that. I said, you got to be fucking kidding me. So then, in all fairness, today, they went out and they corrected it. They changed the – they left the August Wolf off, but they put underneath, he's not the candidate. Dan Carter's the candidate. They put out an email letting everybody know Dan Carter, blah, blah, blah. They worked to correct the situation, but we're less than 48 hours away. It's like, well, what the fuck does it, <laughs> it doesn't matter now? It's a fucking election's Tuesday. You know, it's – I don't know. Whatever. So what do you think is going to happen Tuesday? What do I think? I think America is going to be great again. (laughs) (laughs) You you really think so? I think I'm feeling a little optimistic. I think there's there's a very good. I think there's a very good chance that could happen. Unfortunately, I don't think it's going to happen. I just don't. I, I wish it would happen. I'd much rather have America great again than the other option. But I think the other option... I went to predict it and put 100 bucks on Trump. The, uh, I think uh, you know, if it ends up being uh, working out, because I think it was uh, uh, three to one on Trump was what the odds were. It was like 28 cents a share sells out of the book. Yeah. So I, uh, I hope... Uh, I just hope for the, for the 400 bucks that he wins. You know, I, I, I think that Trump running... You're a real fucking patriot. <laughs> yeah, no. I think that Trump running is going to get a, a lot of towns and states turning red. I think other candidates are going to benefit off it, um, which is good, but I, I don't think he's going to win. I really don't. You I know, think you'll see some real movement in the House and the Senate. I the, think you, I will yeah. see some real movement there. There are people that just don't want to believe a bad thing. You know, I, my, On Halloween, I'm arguing with my mother about this. She goes, Hillary never lied. I said, what? <laughs> I said, she never lied. I'm naming off God 20 fucking lies she made. And my, my mother wasn't hearing it. She was just shaking her head going, 
whatever, you know, whatever. You can't believe everything that's out there. She's never lied. She's just convinced. I'm naming all the lies she lied about, and she's not hearing it. And there's, uh, I'm, I'm really curious to see what the turnout's going to be as far as the voting goes. Well, there's millions it's- of my mothers out there, and they're going to vote for Hillary. <laughs> so. That's true. It's absolutely true. Yeah. It's insane. It's absolutely insane. But we'll see. I hope I'm wrong. Oh, God, I hope I'm wrong. I really do. I lo- I, yeah, I, I've seen quite a few. You know, and he, he actually brought up a really good point, the, the, the fellow was just chatting with there. He, uh, he talked about 75% of undecideds are leaning Republican. If, if that is even, 50, even 20% right nationwide, so if the undecideds carry uh, something like they were saying, 6 or 7% right now sitting at undecided, if Trump carries even half of the undecided, then he wins the presidency. That's done because Hillary's only ahead by what four or five, four or five points. Well, if if we're six percent undecided and only three percent votes for Trump, that pulls Hillary down three, Trump up three. He's ahead one percent and he takes the election. So if it, if undecideds even half go for Trump, he what? wins. I, I, In states I, like Pennsylvania, that he never should win. I I think Hillary Hillary was also counting on the. Um on the uh, minority vote, and I think she's done very poor with that. Absolutely. I think I think a lot of blacks are going to vote for Trump. Uh, a lot, I she'll get a lot of Hispanics um, because they're when afraid. When she went on that radio show in New York and got to talking about uh, the things that she carries, like I guess in her purse, her everyday carry stuff, and she brought up, she says she literally carries hot sauce everywhere. I mean, that's that's the equivalent <laughs> of saying I've got a black friend. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh, Dito, Dito carries hot sauce everywhere. <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere he goes. I just thought, I just thought that was unbelievable <laughs> that she said that. Oh, uh, well. Listen, she'll do anything, anything to win. And unfortunately, I think she's going to win. It's a scary, scary thought, but she's. I very well think she could win, but I also very much think she's also going to be indicted this time around because they. The upper echelon of the FBI were so pissed off back in July when no, there was no indictment that on the director's desk, there's literally hundreds of resignation letters that he hasn't signed. And, you know, they talk about that this is kind of a second chance for him to do it right. And I think whether she's elected or not, I still think she'll be indicted. Well, uh, right now she's not because they just announced today that uh, it's all over. So oh, no shit. Yeah. That's what I get for sleeping all day. Yep. They announced today. It's it, they're, they're not going any further. It's 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 they just they were all the same emails are done. But that doesn't mean they won't do it again. They could. If something else comes up, they could do it again. They could bring it up again. It's just it's 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 never gonna go away. It's always gonna hang over her. Um but and, and, well, you know, and that's I the other thing too. I told my mother, I go, How the fuck you, you, that doesn't concern you? That I said she's under criminal investigation right now by the FBI. That doesn't bother you at all. Oh, that's just ridiculous. That's ridiculous. Are you fucking kidding me? I, I, if I, 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 I said, listen, if let's say you were looking for a housekeeper to, to, to clean your house, okay? And she said to you, oh, I'd love to uh, work for you and clean your house. I'm currently under uh, criminal investigation by the FBI, but I hope that doesn't, you know, bother you and you still hire me. You wouldn't fucking hire. You'd say goodbye. I'm not going to hire that fucking bitch. And we got one running for president. <laughs> what the fuck does that mean? And the there's White so House. much The White corruption. House is going to be like a fucking halfway house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean, and, and look at like the, the, you know, those guys, her, her and Bill, they own Haiti. You know, her brother has the fucking mining contracts for all the gold and shit. And there's all of this 
just corruption back and forth with oh man and then they found a million dollar donation from the from the country of qatar this last week that was undisclosed 100 percent undisclosed and then all of a sudden you know six months or eight months after the that million dollar undisclosed as of even today until it was discovered that donation you know they're they're going and doing favors for fucking Qatar as the State Department. It's unbelievable the corruption with the Clinton Foundation. Unbelievable. And her daughter doesn't her daughter run that? Uh, no, her daughter doesn't run that. Uh, the, she works for it or something. She makes yeah, like she nine. Work, makes like nine hundred thousand a year working for the Clinton Foundation. Oh, really? Man, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. And and I will tell you, I you know I have a lot of faith in Julian Assange that if that he's holding some shit back for if she gets elected. I guarantee you he is. I don't know if he is. I think he's let, no. I, I I think he's letting everything out he has, and he's sitting back going, "You got to be fucking kidding me!" <laughs> like, how's this woman still even there's relevant? No, like, he's got. There's think, no way that dude doesn't have an ace in the hole. There's no way. I mean, the world is looking at us, going, "You're kidding me, right?" Uh, listen, the world's looking at us like this is a big joke that we got that idiot uh, uh, running, and then and What's then we have Donald Trump. They're going, "Are you fucking kidding me?" They think we're we're fools. <laughs> we are fools. We are. We are fools. And you want to know the worst is that dopey fucking governor Dino's got in New York. That guy's like one of the worst. Oh my god, he's a fucking imbecile. He's one of the worst. Is that the one that eats pizza with a fork? Hey, I eat pizza with a fork. Yeah. <laughs> and you don't even know what fucking pizza is, Mister Fucking um, Domino's. No, no, I, I prefer Chicago. I'm on that side. Yeah, of the right. World. You don't know shit. Chicago. Uh, they, 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 how about this? They win the World Series. They still don't know how to make fucking pizza. These cocktails. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they know how to play baseball. Apparently. I, I will say though, I when uh, I went to the Chicago vape bash, Ed took me out for Chicago pizza. He was, he's like, oh, you're gonna love. It. You're so excited. I thought I was terrible at it. I didn't know what he was talking. I'm like, this Sucks. is not good. It's not fucking. It's dumb. No, no gravy and cheese. No, Kevin, I was at that same vape, vape bash that you are, and we ordered. Um, ordered some from one of the fucking named places, and I loved it. It's because you don't know no fucking better. You can't no. get anything but Domino's Pizza where you're at. And That's don't tell bullshit. Me I'm, bullshit, no. you told me yourself. I called you on no, the fucking we've got a really, Domino's got a Pizza in your fucking lap. <laughs> we've got a really fucking good pizza place now right across the street. A really good pizza place. Okay. Well, what do they do, serve grits with the fucking shit? <laughs> yeah, right on, the, right on it with white sauce. <laughs> great pizza oh that's great i did i tell you i i do want to come to new york just to try a cannoli that's something on my bucket list no i'm telling you you Never gotta had- if you come to new york you gotta try uh you gotta go to uh, radio city pizza radio uh, dino next time you're down that way you're down near the mcgraw building go to radio city pizza oh my uh-huh. fucking god oh i made pizza yesterday or you made your own pizza? Yeah, I made my own pizza here yesterday. It was fucking good. What'd you put on it? Huh? What'd you put on it? I put cheese, regular cheese pie I made. That's it? Just cheese? Yeah. That's boring. No, <laughs> it's not. It's That's pizza. You eat a red slice too, don't you? What's a red slice? Oh, that's like a, that's like a big Brooklyn thing I watched on a... See, we just get to watch about these things on, on documentaries. It's it's just literally red sauce on a uh, on a pizza or on a I don't know what the fuck you call it on a pizza thing it's with toma- Parmesan. It, it's tomato pie is what it is. That's what Jamie likes. She likes tomato pie. 
I you know, mentioned you Obama. mentioned the documentary. You know what I watched today? Did you ever see yeah. a series called um, what the fuck is it called? The men, I mean, men I, who made never, the I've men who made what, America or something. What, I gotta find it now, cocksucker. <laughs> cocksucker. <laughs> You just had I can't some, believe you I just, fucking I just had some Asian fallout. Did you see this on uh, Netflix? No, it was on Amazon. I watched the men who made America. Yeah. Something I gotta. Uh, the men who built America. No, no. I have not seen that. Not. Oh, watch that. It's all about the fucking the the Vanderbilts, the Carnegies, the oh, J.P. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, it's good shit. It's I talk about Jekyll Island and all that shit. I watched the whole thing. It was like eight episodes. I watched the whole thing today. Really? Very interesting. That is interesting. The Vanderbilts yeah, I find very interesting. Yeah, Rockefeller. You know, every all, all the uh, all the uh, the guys who, who the money men, you know, the money men in, in the country. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, the guys who created the Federal Reserve on Jekyll Island back in 1913. The how they how they got it all put into play with the Federal Reserve Act and Woodrow Wilson while all the senators were at home and Congress was out. Now I some dirty shit behind our financial system that was done by a dozen people, a dozen fucking people. JC watches a lot believe. of JC watches a lot of TV. <laughs> watch a lot of documentaries. What do you expect? It's watch a lot of documentaries. Yeah. You know what else I saw JC post today? Um, he posted that uh, it must it must be getting cold down there. He's happy it's it's, it's hoodie season. That's where a hoodie. Today. Yeah, well, you know what? Let me guess. You don't you don't you don't like summer, right? I fucking hate it. Yeah, you want to know why? Because you're overweight. Overweight people oh, hate no, the I, summertime. I lost 180 <laughs> fucking pounds, Kevin, and still going. I'm only 20. Yeah, but you're only four foot Michael. six. That's why you're so. <laughs> oh fuck you! you, you what, what's a good what's a what's an insult word for a fucking Italian? Uh, oh, I was call, call him a guinea. <laughs> Fucking guinea. <laughs> now, yeah, I, I, listen, I, 20 more pounds and I'm going skydiving. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting there <laughs> yeah. quick. Someone says, why would you jump out of a perfectly good, good plane? You know, it's, you are statistically more likely to die from every action you take until the moment you jump out of that plane than from actually jumping out of it. I mean, I'm just saying, we, we have a customer that comes into our store, and he hates the summer, he loves the winter, and, and, and I used to bitch about it, I'd say, why well, hate the summer? He'd say, because I'm fucking fat. He goes, fat people hate the summer, and they love the winter. <laughs> I actually don't love the winter either. Like, I, you know, I like the in-between seasons, you know, when it's 56 degrees outside. I hate it when it's below 40. I, can't I, play I golf. want heat. I want 100 degrees. I want 110. I want it so fucking hot. I love it. I love the heat. I live well, in the wrong but listen, place. If you lived in, if you if you lived it through a Mississippi summer, you would understand why, because uh, summer there is nothing like summer here. I, 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 last last year I was in in Nevada and Las Vegas, and it was 109 degrees, but it felt like it was 70 because there's no humidity. So it's just a completely different kind of hot. Oh, here. get the fuck out of here! 109 <laughs> degrees is 109 <laughs> degrees. I don't give a fuck how less humid it is. <laughs> Telling you, you know, you just don't know, man. Hang on, I think no, we have come a out, come outside at 100 percent humidity in Mississippi when it's 101. And I it's, think I think oh, we have a call. And by the way, three four seven three zero eight eight three two nine. Not like anybody calls anyway, but we have a call. Nine one eight. You're on the air. Hello. Hello. Nine one eight. Hello. You're on the air. Yes. No. Maybe. Okay. I think that's my ex-wife's area. Well, there's nobody there. Put him back on hold. They pressed one like they want to be on the air, so maybe not. If you want to, in fact, I'll do this. If you want to be on the air, call back. 
Bloomp. There we go. Yeah, Oklahoma. I, oh, that's Oklahoma. That's, yeah, that's, my, that's my ex-wife's area code. Oh, that might have been uh, Flitzy. Glitzy Flitzy. Flitzy. Yes. Let me see. Let me check my Facebook. See if he. Uh, I don't think it is. Cause I think he's traveling back from. Uh, yeah, I wanted to hear about his time at uh, VaporCon, but no, maybe that's not him. Oh well. Oh well. Glitzy Flitzy. I like Flitzy. It's a good guy. All right. So, uh, anything else, Dino? You want to bring up? You oh. want to talk? I can tell you, we're not doing a show next week. I can't do a show next week. But okay. So there's not going to be a show next week, but there's going to be a show on the 20th, which is a Sunday after that. There's going to be a show on the 27th, which is a Sunday after that. There's not going to be a show on the 4th because I'm going to be coming back from California on the 4th. There'll be a show on the 11th. There'll be a show on the 18th. And obviously, there's not going to be a show on Christmas because Christmas is on Sunday, December 25th. My birthday's this month. And there's not going to be a show on December 1st because that's New Year's Day. Your birthday is when? What's, what's the date of your birthday? Your day is December 1st. So November 25th. Your birthday is on a Friday. Yeah. So what are you turning, 50? 49. 49. Almost. One more that's year the, till you're 50. That's the day after my daughter Paisley's birthday. No, two days after. 49. Jesus Christ. That's crazy. Do you feel old yet? Like, oh, my God, I'm almost 50? Mm, no, not really. No. I was pondering today about age and, and that uh, I'm, I'm 34, and I thought, you know, within the next five years, I probably am absolutely within the point that I've lived over half my life. And I actually got a little sad about that. Oh, I'm way past that fucking point. Yeah. Yeah. Way past that prob- point. You know, like, I, I don't know that I'll make it to 80. So somewhere around getting close to now, I'm, I'm, at, I'm at the halfway point. I don't necessarily know that I like that. Yeah. Keep eating Domino's pizza. You definitely. Gotta fucking <laughs> <laughs> you know what, uh, Dino? Instead of doing the uh, chin uh, plastic surgery on your chin, you should uh, get hair, uh, hair, uh, a hair implants? transplant. Yeah, implants for your hair. Uh, I'm I, not that far gone. You're not that far. Well, no. Okay. I'm not that far gone. I don't think I'm going to lose any more. You know, it's not like a fucking. It, it, plus, I got a fucked up shaped head. I can't go bald. Well, no. He does have yeah, he can't go bald. I mean, yeah. honestly, I would do the hair before I do my chin. I mean, if I started losing my hair, I'd be like, oh, my God. That's, I could do both. You know, I would not do plastic surgery. I'd never do that. But if I started losing my hair drastically, I think I'd be buying some fucking hair. <laughs> I don't want to lose my hair. You know, and it's funny. I, I, was up, I was up the other night. I couldn't sleep. It was like 2 in the morning. And they had one of those hair club for men commercials on. So I Googled it. Just, you know, I like Googling things and seeing what people have to say about it, like reviews. I'll, like, I'll Google blah, blah review and just see what people are saying about certain things that I find interesting. So I did hair club for men review. And there's this website where all these people were posting about their horrific experience at hair club for men. I guess what, <laughs> I guess what it is nice. is that it's, they, they take... Uh, hair, I guess it's fake hair, and they actually like glue it to your head. So, like this one guy said, you know, they he he was just getting getting the front of his hair filled in, so so they glued it to his head, and he said it was it, it was painful, and he said he couldn't sleep for like three or four nights because it was so painful. It felt like it was pulling on his scalp, and then he said it just started coming out, like it started coming undone. This glue started coming undone. So he kept on going back, and they kept on trying to fix it, but it just kept on coming undone. And apparently, you just don't go there once and get it. 
You go there once and you they glue this fucking hair to your head and then you have to go back once a month so that they they can reset it and do all this stuff and then it costs money. I mean, you're you're paying them every month pretty much for the rest of your life as long as you have this fucking hair on your head. So you have Hence a, the name club. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's a, the club, it's not a store. I mean, it's crazy. I, I couldn't believe it. And yeah, these people were just going nuts about how how painful it is and this fucking glue and it doesn't stick. And this this guy's like, I just kept on cutting it off because it just wouldn't stick to my head. And I, all these horror stories and, and they couldn't get their money back. And and then people telling them other things to try. There's other uh, ways to glue hair to your head and try this place and that place. I, oh, my God. You, you're saying they glue hair to your head? Yeah, that's glue? what... The, yeah, they, <laughs> so he said they use. He says essentially like Elmer's or I don't know. It's some sort of special fucking glue. They actually have a name for it. There, there's a certain name for it that they use, and and they uh, it's a certain procedure. But essentially, the procedure is is just gluing fucking hair to your head. That's all it Does is. It like take root or something, or is this just a complete always fake type thing? Well, it, it, you always have this 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 fake hair. I mean, it's. Oh my God! I didn't know that. I thought it was like some sort of like medical procedure or some sort of uh, fucking uh, transplanting shit. I didn't know. Well, it was that's just what I thought. Fucking hair. I thought hair. That's what I thought. I thought hair club for men was like they do like a surgical procedure where they like take hair from somewhere else and put it up or like or like like where you have hair, they'll shave all the hair off and use your real hair and surgically put it in there and then have it grow back. Or I that's what I thought it was. That's not it at all. They just fucking take. Man, I would uh, rather, I'd they, rather move my pubes up north yeah. than fucking glue. Hair, I mean, they glue just, hair to my. <laughs> they glue a fucking hairpiece to your head. <laughs> That's oh, all I, it is. I, I saw an infomercial the other night uh, called "Perfect Smile." Yep. And it it yep. it's a fu- it looks like false teeth that you like you put in a hot oh, water. I, so I saw soft, that. Yeah. And then you stick it in your fucking mouth and you, and it fixes your teeth, right? I saw so, that. And then I, but the best is the testimonials. Yeah. They're talking like they got a fucking mouthpiece in their mouth, these people. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. So it's are you so talking, funny. is it like, is it like those clear dental things that like slowly adjust No, it looks like a fucking them? grill. It looks like a grill that they no, put it, in their mouth. Just yeah, no, it, regular it, teeth. It, what they do is you put it in hot water and then you put it in your mouth and the hot water softens it. So like molds to the front of your mouth. But you can totally wow. tell they're fake. And what is it called? Do you know it's called? Uh, hang on. Perfect smile. Perfect smile. I'm gonna play the commercial. <laughs> it's hysterical. Wow. You gotta listen to the way that people talk. They sound like they talk with shit in it. Yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's crazy. Perfect smile veneers. Here it is. <laughs> All right, where is it? I gotta find the commercial. Perfect smile veneers commercial. I think smile teeth. Are you embarrassed about your broken, crooked, and missing teeth? Do you hide your smile because you're ashamed of unsightly gaps and cracks? Would you like to have big smile confidence, but just can't afford the expensive dental work? Introducing Perfect Smile, the amazing removable, reusable veneer that instantly gives you the look of perfect teeth you'll be proud to smile about. Perfect Smile fits right over your existing teeth, so you can always put your best face forward. The secret is the super comfortable micro-thin polypropylene veneer. Simply soak it in hot water, press it on your top layer of teeth, and it custom conforms right over your teeth. Instantly, you can show off a perfect smile. Now, a perfect smile look is as easy as one, two. Just watch, put it in, and show off your million-dollar smile. 
perfect smile is a must for job interviews. Wear it on dates when you need to look great. And when the camera comes out, you'll be proud to say cheese with a bright white smile. I can't afford dental coverage. This gives me a million dollar smile. I love my new smile. <laughs> now I know I look great when I go out on a date. I wear these when I'm going out, when I'm hanging out. It's just fun to smile again. Big smile confidence. <laughs> Perfect smile fits any size teeth. Every fit is a custom fit. Get and it looks so terrible. I mean, it looks so It looked like Jerry Lewis in <laughs> fucking... What was that movie? <laughs> Remember that movie with Jerry Lewis when he was I like a, it was like a Dr. No, Jekyll, no, Mr. No, Hyde. Yeah. Just better to say looks like Joe Biden, like just because I actually my nickname for Joe Biden is Teeth, because that's all <laughs> I see when I see Joe Biden is Teeth. Oh, it's so terrible. Yeah, I mean it looks horrific. <laughs> Does it? Well, the I have a question the though. Professor, yeah. If you come down to the South, we have a condition that I like to call meth mouth mafia. And uh, so does it work for missing teeth? Yeah. So oh, yeah. It... Yeah. They were showing people on here that have like no front teeth and, and they just put it on. And yeah, it's for people that I got have my shit in my mouth. Yeah. It's people who have meth teeth because all the people they're showing on the commercial, right? Do you know I'm looking at them? They all have like meth teeth. They're like missing teeth. They're all brown <laughs> or fucking. Teeth. They're all from Mississippi. <laughs> That's right. uh, up to like no shit. Twelve years ago, the, the city that I live in was it, it got rated as the meth capital of the world. Oh God! Well, that explains a lot. Believe yeah, I know. <laughs> well, I mean, you can look at me and tell I, I didn't. I, I'm definitely not on meth, but I've, uh, I've I've lost enough weight that you might be considering it if you'd have seen me ten years ago. I don't know. I, uh, so you're saying you lost all this weight? Let me ask you this: Are you below no. 200? No, I'm getting close. <laughs> Are getting you below close. 250? Oh boy, you're fading yes. away to nothing. <laughs> yes, I am below 250. Okay, so I, at my largest, uh, at my when I graduated high school, I weighed 390. Now I'm down to 236. And how tall are you? Five eight. Oh, you're full of shit. You ain't no <laughs> God, Dino, you just got to break my balls. This is what I get for not not speaking to you for two years. I, I see how it is. I, I can't feel the love tonight. I see how it is. Maybe with your Timberlands, you're five eight. Not with you never that. even. And you send me a text message, man. You want to start carrying my juice, and then I respond, and you can't even fucking text me back. What are you talking about? I text you back. I didn't ever get it. It didn't come through. Send it again. That's that fucking dial-up shit I keep telling you about. <laughs> no, it's this S7 Edge. I fucking hate this phone. I fucking hate it. I'm going is to get a Is that the phone that blows up? No, no. This is the like the you know the double-edged one, the the next size one down, I guess. Uh. Uh, I, I, I went from a Nexus, uh, the Nexus 6P to this S7 Edge, and I fucking hate it. I'm going to get a Google Pixel this week. And anybody who's listening, you should encourage Russ on Tuesday night to do a live broadcast while the uh, election's going on, while the votes are coming in. Everybody email Russ and say, or go to his Facebook and say, please do a live broadcast uh, so he can announce the votes as they come in, and, and that'll be fun. He right, did a show Friday night, I think. What's that? I think he did a show Friday night. Yeah, but no, I'm talking about like Tuesday night. You know, we got the election going on. You're going to have, he, he should be on like doing a live uh, election results uh, show. He should stay on he all night. He's going to be too busy voting. Like, like you know, they, yeah, he, you know, they do it on CNN. They like start at like six in the afternoon, go to like three in the morning. That's what he should do. 
He's got to vote like he votes like twenty times in an election, doesn't he? No, he doesn't do you that. Know, I, Don't say. I got to say, I, I haven't <laughs> spoke to Russ in a couple of years, but through this election, I have thoroughly enjoyed his Facebook commentary over this this whole election. I mean, I've gotten a lot of my news from Russ just watching his updates. Yes, yes, he's very excited. He loves it. He's having a lot of fun, lots of fun. All right, well, we got to wrap this up. JC's got things to do. I've got things to do. And Dino has his uh, show to watch. Walking Dead. Yeah. I still don't get it. I'm going to be here at daylight. I'm going to go and watch Walking Dead. I've never seen that show. I have no desire to see that show. You don't need to. Adam Adam fucked up and watched an episode like eight days ago. He watched a single episode. I finally you know, kind of talked him into it. And he's now on season five. I so just, we I, don't start watching an episode, especially late at night, with something to do tomorrow. I just don't care. I don't. I don't like zombies. I don't give a fuck about zombies. I. I don't know. I just. I. I don't get it. I. I. I think you have to be into zombies to like the show, and I'm not. I don't like anything horror, zombie, fucking. I don't know. I don't get it. But apparently, millions I, 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 of people watch it. So. I came into I work. It was Tuesday before last. I came into work. To, I was getting ready to do the show and. And Adam just didn't look right. I'm like, what's wrong with you, man? He just wasn't his normal, chipper, excitable self. And he said, I fucked up and started watching an episode of Walking Dead at 1 o'clock in the morning. I said, uh-oh. He said, yeah, I haven't been to bed. Oh, it, it, it gets a hold of you pretty quick. Yeah, the only show that really got a hold of me uh, quick was Breaking Bad. That's the only show that really I watched an episode and I watched like, Four seasons in a day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I did the same thing with uh, that show. Oh, that was a great show. I didn't like Breaking Bad. I can't. I, I, it's like a chore for me. I'm, I, I've watched through the third season, and I just can't pick it up and keep watching. I just don't like it. I don't know why. Oh, I love it. What a great fucking show. I mean, in the middle, in the middle, whatever seasons there were, it, it, it slowed down a little bit, but then it picked right back up, and it was fantastic. Love. What that about show. Game of Thrones? You can't tell me you don't watch Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game like, of Thrones. Dino does, but I don't. Oh, great oh, show. God. This year's going to be so good. You know what I watch? I watch uh, I watch Silicon Valley on HBO. I like that show. Which is an on, off, right? but I like that show. Um, I watched uh, the greatest show I watched that I miss was on HBO was uh, um, The Prohibition. They went back to The Prohibition. It was a show about Prohibition. Um, Empire. Uh, uh, Boardwalk no, Empire. Boardwalk Empire. Yeah. Oh, what That's a fucking cool. great show! Yeah, that was a I've good never show. Watched that. I haven't watched that one through. Oh, it's so good. And this, that this fucking... new show Westwood that came out about a month and a half ago is really good. And that fucking guy that played on there, that the crazy fucking guy, Dino, the one, which uh, one, the one that uh, the main, the main guy. Um, no, no, no. The one where, when he was in the whorehouse and they fucking came in and shot it up and, uh, oh, what the fuck was his name? Oh, Chip? Yes. Yeah, he was the best. Yeah, he was. Uh, he yeah, was, he liked the girl. He used to put the belt around. She used yeah. to put the belt around his neck yeah, while yeah. she was fucking him in his ass. <laughs> yeah. Chip, yeah. He was the you, best. You know, there is, no, there is nobody that is more New York than Dino. I mean, you just sounded like Tony Soprano right there. <laughs> I mean, he is such. He was such a That's good. That's funny. You sounded just like Gomer Pyle right there. Fucking matches and the fucking 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 belt around his fucking neck. Oh, it's great. Wonderful show. We yep. need more sh- more shows like that. 
Yeah, I don't know. You, should, you really should pick up Game of Thrones, though. There, you, you will not be just one episode and you're in. Watch I, an episode. I won't like it. I know I won't like yes, it. Yes, you will. You, you will like Game of Thrones. I, uh, I don't know. Possibly. I don't think I would, but all right. I can't find what I'm looking for, so fuck it. We're going to wrap this up. Okay, uh, JC, we will talk to you soon. It was good having you yeah. on again. You can come on whenever you want. You know that. And, uh, I'll probably make a regular of it. So, you know, if, if you don't hear from me, I'll be around. All righty. And Dino, we oh. will talk to you soon. Right, Enjoy buddy. your show. All right. Good night. Later. Um, all right. That is all. Tomorrow, I believe you have Anti-Nanny with Raven Grimm at 6 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. You may or may not have Russ on Wednesday. Not sure. I guess we'll see. Hopefully Tuesday he does something. Thursday is Genie K with the GK show at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I don't know what happened to Ed Wolf. I think he did a show a few weeks ago, and now he's gone again. So I don't know what's happening with Ed. And then we're not going to do a show next Sunday. But the Sunday after that, we're doing a show. Theplumeroom.com. Go to theplumeroom.com. Support them. They support us. You must support them. And when you go to the plume room, I'm going to tell you what to get. Listen to me. Here's what you do. You go to the plume room, right? You get the black cherry cream soda. I got to tell you something. We've had the black cherry cream soda in our store. I never tried it. I never tried it until the other day. And I was like, holy shit. Black cherry cream soda. It's delicious. Go to the plume room, pick some up. VP Live 15 gets you 15% off and smokelessimage.com. Check them out as well. Without them, there'd be no VP Live. I'm going to play this song that I've been hearing on Sirius for quite a few months now. It's Zach Wild. I'm not really a fan of Zach Wild, but it's a Zach Wild song, and I think it's a damn good song. I'm actually surprised how good the song is. Now, I'm going to play this for you. It's called Sleeping Dogs. It's a new song he came out with. He's got Corey uh, Taylor on it from Slipknot. I'm not really a fan of these songs, but I'm a fan of, the, uh, a fan of this song. So I'll play it for you. We're done. I am out. Mm-hmm.